Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live as we wrap up the 2023 tennis calendar in Saudi Arabia at the Next Gen Finals. The Cool Kids Club has crowned another champion. And guess what? Serbia has a new tennis star. You can't say Medjedovic without Jetta. It's Hamad Medjedovic taking the first Next Gen Final in Saudi Arabia. That's what it means to get your first title on tour an undefeated champion and it took five sets for him to get past archer feast what a final we just saw welcome into our studio steve weissman prakash amitraj chris eubanks who just called that big match big beasy that, that was big beasy <laughs> that, that's not one of the, the nicknames that we used when we were it, off it, here it's, coming in. it's called a remix you know we right. take big banks throw a little sauce on it we got big beasy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Eubanks is now, but we just found out who was next, and it's Hamad Medjedovic. Uh, Hamad Medjedovic is next. He's now, he's certainly going to be a formidable opponent for a lot of guys going into 2024. One of the cleanest ball strikers I think I've ever seen. Such great balance out of the corners for his size. Popping serves near 140 miles an hour on a consistent basis. This kid's got weapons, and this kid is certainly going to be dangerous going into next year. For me, it showed a lot of the intangibles out there, too. I mean, that, that fourth set, I mean, you could see how much attention was getting to him. Uh, his first biggest check, biggest title that he could put under his belt, ends up losing it in a brutal fourth set breaker. You'd think he'd lose a little momentum at the top of that fifth. Bam! Comes out three love right off top. That shows a little something special. That's what the champions have when you see a little bit of an adversity in a huge match. To be able to bounce back like that. Showed some big stuff between the ears today. He certainly did. And uh, listen, he's been looking up to guys like Novak Djokovic his yep. entire life. Showed that kind of fortitude on the court. We will get you back out to Jeddah for the trophy ceremony. But before that, let's get you through the highlight here. As we've got the third time in the event's history that two undefeated players would go head-to-head for the title. Prakash, the 19-year-old Archer Fis of France and the 20-year-old Medjedovic of Serbia. Yeah, it was a big first set here. Medjedovic had some chances to be able to close it out. Had a few set points. Really came down to the wire here, and as you talked about, Chris, really strong ball striking on both sides. The serve was a huge factor. Even though he ends up losing this first set here, he continued serving well, not just in the first set. Got a little frustration out there. No big deal. Ended up firing 19 aces all the way throughout. 76% first serves in. Really high percentage. Mixed up, trying to work his way into the net a little bit. Showing some nice feel over there. Man, feast is quick, though. Got to it, but, you know. Give me a little love. What, what do you think was the deciding factor here? Because, look, Chris, we both thought Feast was going to be the man who takes it today. Yeah, we did. But, I mean, honestly, Majedovic just seemed to outplay him throughout the course of the match. I mean, he had two set points in the first set, won the second and third sets really convincingly, had match points in the fourth set. So he's had he was outplaying Feast throughout the course of that match, but wasn't able to handle the pressure in the moments he needed to. Luckily, in that fifth set, Got a break early, rolled that momentum out, and then that serve is an incredible weapon for him. And he was able to cash in on the biggest payday of his career, a moment he will certainly never forget. And you can see the amount of emotion and what it means to him. 
A massive weapon that serve uh, frequently above 140 miles an hour. Ended it with a big ace. Saved all of the break points that he faced. Won 88% of his first serves that he got in the court. And how about this? The winners, 38 of them. A lot of those coming by way of the serve broke three times as well. Let's hear from the champion of the next-gen finals, Hamad Medjedovic. It was a very special feeling, you know, uh... I couldn't believe it. I still don't believe it. I don't think I believe it. Uh, he's going to give me for sure a lot of confidence for 2024, as you said. Uh, obviously, he's an amazing player on the, in, in the ranking-wise. He's much better than me. He's uh, top 40 for a reason. You know, he's, he's very good. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really happy. Hamad, the hammer, Medjedovic. Just quickly, why are you called the hammer? The hammer? The hammer, your nickname. Uh, yeah, it's uh, actually, it doesn't mean the hammer. It's, I don't know, my father called me first like this when I was a kid and it stayed like that, I guess. Many congratulations. A Thank remarkable you performance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you it doesn't mean the hammer. That serve is like a hammer. Oh, that serve is like a hammer <laughs> and he dropped some hammers on the forehand and the backhand side throughout this entire week. So he's, he really showed his stuff. Ranked outside of the top 100. We saw him coming up against players consistently inside the top 100, but it didn't seem to matter. In these conditions, he was absolutely lighting the ball up from the first match all the way until the last match. Really impressive stuff by such a young player. Still gaining more and more experience at the tour level. He's played a lot of challengers, has three challenger titles, advanced to the semifinals of Astana earlier this year where he fell to Sebi Korda in an epic match. And we saw how well Sebi was playing at the end of last year. So I think that's a good indicator as to his level. He's going to get more and more comfortable at the tour level, and he's certainly going to be a force to deal with. I think we can also not notice the fact that, look, he is from Serbia. It's no secret that Djokovic has taken him a little bit under his wing and has been able to share some of that motivation. When you have that kind of relationship with a fellow countryman and you're having this kind of success early, it becomes less about the transactional successes title by title, and it becomes more about the long-term view and building a career, building a vision. And I think having that Djokovic voice on your shoulder, in your head, is, is really good for him as he builds on a success like this. Serbia has the ATP Finals champ and the next-gen winner. Incredible for a country, 6.8 million people. That is less than the population of New York City. And this is the undefeated road to the championship for Medjedovic in Jeddah. So got Alex Mickelson in five sets. Luka Van Asha, Shelbaya, Dominic Stricker, and then Arthur Feast in the final match for his first career title. Let's get you back out to Saudi Arabia for the trophy ceremony. Gentlemen, the runner-up here in Jeddah, Artur Fies. Incredibly disappointed, but I think you've earned yourselves a lot more fans. That was a tremendous final. <laughs> yes. 
First of all, thanks to the crowd. It's been an amazing week for me, so thank you very much, everyone. Then, welcome, uh, welcome uh, in the top, uh, in the top ranking, Hamas. You, I mean, you played amazing. You made an amazing week. You are serving bombs. It's impossible to return you. So I don't know what to do. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, well played to all your team. Uh, I hope you guys are going to have a good, uh, good year. So happy. And then. Thanks to my team. Sorry today uh, wasn't wasn't our final, but uh, the next one I hope uh, we will bring home. So let's hope. Yeah. It has been a spectacular 2023 for you. Your first ATP Tour title. You've got an exceptional coaching team, and we've just heard that uh, you've got a new practice partner in Kuwait coming up. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I will practice during one week or two uh, with uh, Rafael Nadal, so I'm very, very happy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I will enjoy every time on the court with him, and I will try my best to, uh, to play with him and uh, to run for him, yeah. I think Rafa's got his work cut out practicing with you. Arthur Fees, you many congratulations. Thanks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our champion here at the 2023 Next Gen ATP Finals presented by Neom, Hamad Medvedevich. Congratulations, the first ATP Tour event ever to be sanctioned in Saudi Arabia. How did you enjoy it? First of all, I want to say Assalamu Alaikum, everyone. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you, guys. Then, uh, then I would like to congratulate Arthur. You're an amazing player, man. Congrats to you and your whole team. You guys are doing an amazing job. You're a really good player. Thank you. And uh, then I would like to thank my team for being with me through good and bad, you know, my parents, my uh, Victor, my coach, then my managers, my father is there, my mom also. Thank you guys for being with me all the time. And then, uh, yeah, I would love also to thank my family back at home that uh, they're watching me on TV. And then uh, I would like to thank you all guys for coming out and also you for making this event. It's been an amazing week and uh, hopefully I'll see you next year. Hamad, you're the lowest ranked champion of this event ever. You join luminaries like Carlos Alcaraz, Stefanos Tsitsipas and Yannick Sinner. How does that feel? I mean, for sure it, uh, it feels great to be 
between these champions, I would say, you know, they're all an amazing players and great champions already. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be there. <laughs> the champion of the 2023 next-gen ATP finals, Hamad Medvedevic. Came in with career earnings of $415,000, gets over 500 grand to win this, his first title on the ATP Tour. What a week, what a moment for Hamad Medjedovic. Also a pretty special week for Artur Fis, who was able to get to the final here, is up inside the top 40 in the world, Chris, and uh, certainly is showing why he is part of that next generation. Absolutely. For Artur, starting the year outside 220 in the world, now he finds himself just a few spots away from being seated in the Australian Open. What a milestone year it's been for him. I know he and his team are disappointed with how the season ended with this match. But when you look at things from a grander view, you see that Artur has had an incredible year. He's an incredible player, one of the nicest guys you're going to find in the locker room. And with the talent and the cachet that he has on the court, he has the makings of a tennis star. Yeah, he absolutely does. I mean, look, he's got one of those personalities that even non-tennis fans are going to gravitate to. So that's a beautiful thing for him and for the sport. But look, we've talked a lot about all the positives that Arthur has. He's got such a tremendous ceiling because of all the power and the fact that he can impose his game on his opponent. But let's talk about the couple of the areas where I think he can improve. I mean, as you talked about, Chris, he made a giant leap from outside the top 200 into almost being seated at the Aussie right now. But I think just reeling it in a little bit mentally, a great example here in the fifth set here, kind of lost his cool a little bit, and, and, and just for about five minutes there, he was on a little bit of a mental walkabout. Kind of cost him a little bit, got down 3-love, got, got nicked with a bit of a penalty there, and, and you can just see it kind of took him a little bit out of his game. Now, he's generally very cool, calm, and collected, but as you come in with a player with a lot of flair, a lot of a fire, goes both ways. So I think one of the elements he can continue to work on controlling, and then, of course, shot selection. Because, again, as I'm making the comparison with you, too, when you do have so many weapons, that's something that sometimes takes a little bit more time to develop. Absolutely. That recipe of knowing when to push, when to pull, when to change direction on a running forehand line, and when to play safe, high cross court. You know, the percentages in just knowing when do I need to push the envelope, when do I need to sit back. I think he did a great job of kind of using his experience in big matches in that fourth set tiebreaker. He was able to stay calm, was able to save a few match points, got it back, but then, like you said, just had a bit of a... Uh, faulted a little bit in early in that fifth set, and it cost him dearly. But I think overall, he's an incredible player. The sky's the limit, like you said. He has the cachet and the makings of a tennis superstar, and I look forward to him taking this experience, learning from it, and moving on and having a great 2024. When it comes to the next-gen finals, we've talked about the guys who have won this before. Carlos Alcaraz, Yannick Sinner, Stefano Tsitsipas. They are all top-ten stars now. Hamad Medjedovic, does he fit that same category? Yeah, look, uh, looking at both of these, I still think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to where we were yesterday, which is I do think Fies has, has a higher ceiling than Majedovic does. But, uh, but yeah, certainly. I mean, I mean Majedovic served extremely well today. We all know how strong he is on the baseline. So I think yeah, so he certainly got the ability in him. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think he does. And I think we, we saw today his ability to take the racket out of the hand of his opponent with his serve, but not just the serve, also off the ground. He moves well. He plays well on all surfaces. So I think that he actually can be an up-and-coming star, just like the previous champions of the next gen. I think that his personality on the court, the anger that he kind of plays with, his ability to kind of decompress 
and then all of a sudden berate himself to his box and let them have a nice little back and forth will gravitate a lot of fans to him because they said, hey, I like the passion this guy plays with. I like the way that he shows his emotions. He doesn't really try to hide it, and I think I can get behind this guy. And then when you have spectacular shot making on top of that, I don't see any reason why he can't be one of the best stars coming up as well. And he's actually able to take some of that frustration that he sometimes throws back and forth with his box and actually use that to play better, yep. which is very rare. Not a lot of players can do that. There was energy on both sides of the court. I, mean, I, yeah. I loved what they were bringing to this final today. Yeah. The next-gen final is always something very special. It's been going on for less than 10 years, but we have seen it prove to bring out some of the best champions that our sport has seen. Speaking of the best, we've got the best of the best five through one coming up later on TC Live. Plus, Francis Tiafo, known to hit some slap shot winners. Let's see how he brought out the top shelf tones with his NHL squad. And we salute the man who won three majors in 2023. What record will Novak Djokovic break next? Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chris Prakash, Steve, back on TC Live. What a record-breaking season it was for that man, Novak Djokovic, adding three more to his tally, a record 24 major singles titles. How about his seventh win at the ATP Finals? Eighth year-end number one. Oh, yeah, he sprinkled in some other titles as well, like Cincinnati and Paris. Incredible. 56 wins. And that is the man to beat yet again, even at 36 years old. I, listen, he had incredible seasons 2011, 2015, even 2021, right? He, he was going for the Grand Slam there. Chris, where does this season rank in terms of the best of Novak Djokovic's career? I, I mean, I, it's, it's so tough to say. I still think that 2021 season was really, really incredible. Um, I, ju I just felt like being one match away for that, uh, of that career slam or that calendar slam, falling to Medvedev in the final. Uh, but I think this year is really up there. He, he's shown an ability to evolve his game, and I think that's what's been the most impressive part about this year. Matchups against Carlitos has really challenged him to really focus on the net game. He did it exceptionally well in Cincinnati, and he's just continuing to add layers to his game, find other ways to win, because it seems as though... The regular Djokovic way was just getting a bit boring. He knew that he could just beat a lot of guys with being steady from the baseline. His service continued to get better. His volleys will continue to get better. And I look forward to seeing how he continues to evolve his game next year. Uh, Chris, look, you couldn't have touched on any of the better points as far as how he's been able to be impressive on court this year. But for me, so much of Novak right now is, is not even about the tennis because he showed us absolutely everything you possibly can on the tennis court. From this season, the things that stand out are... Twofold. One, 
after that Wimbledon loss. Look, there is talk of, oh, it's finally Carlos's time. Maybe this is where Novak's going to start falling off. And then over the next 12, 18 months, we're going to see him go into retirement. How do you bounce back after that soul-crushing loss there? He comes back with that Cincinnati win and then the U.S. Open and basically doesn't lose a match the rest of the year except for that round-robin match. And Davis, Like, it's, it's mind-boggling for him to still be able to dig that deep and come back with that kind of a, a bounce back at this stage in his career against the other best player in the world of, of the new generation. Aside from that, all what he's accomplished day by day, I, I'm still just dumbfounded as to where he pulls out the motivation because he's no longer competing against the greats of tennis. He has to find it somewhere else. Are you, are you finding a way to compete with LeBron in basketball who's doing something similar there? Do you have Messi in your mind and competing with him? Where do you go for this motivation uh, which is something that he had for so much of his career, Roger and Rafa. He's thinking about them on a daily basis. With them gone, where do you look? To be able to cre- create that, it's, it's almost indescribable. I, I say it all the time, Chris. He is the greatest athlete on the planet right now. What do you think? I, it's uh, such a tough question, Steve. I mean, I'm going to be biased towards the tennis player, and I've seen what Novak has done over the course of his entire career, and I would agree with you because I'm not just accounting for the physical toll that it takes, but mentally, just as Prakash spoke about, the motivation that he's able to just muster up when he's done everything. He's no longer competing with another person. He's competing against himself. He's continuing to compete against the field, and I think that it just shows the true love that he has for this sport. That's the only thing that I can describe, but we listen to basketball and football players talk about their love for the game, why they would play for free even if they weren't professional players Novak has a little bit of that in him he's done everything that there is to do he's even challenging himself from trying to break even more records going into 2024 saying how he wants the golden calendar slam something that we haven't seen in a very long time so I'm looking forward to seeing how he continues to challenge himself and I've been so impressed throughout the course of his career, how he continues to just go day in and day out of giving it 100%. There's always something new to accomplish. That would be insane, winning all four majors plus the Olympic gold medal. He is the only man to win all of the majors at least three times. And heading into this season, Prakash, I would put him at the favorite at every single major. What do you think he does in 2024? <laughs> I mean, look, you, numbers-wise, you got to, what, at least maybe throw two in the bag? You couldn't even pick which two out of the four. But he certainly does have a shot to be able to go after it all, especially because he's able to periodize his schedule and training so well. So the body is never really in question. And he does everything that uh, we don't even know about to be able to keep his body in, what, 25-year-old condition, which everyone is still marveling at. But for me, I think what you talked about, Chris, Going after those records, he's very vocal about it. And I think he also wants no excuses when he's done at the end of the day. You know what? If Margaret Court has 24, oh, she played at a different... You know what? I don't care. (laughs) I'm going to just get it to 28 just to make sure there's no question. Jimmy has 109 titles. Let me just make sure I got 115 just so there's no question. I think that kind of stuff is still in his mind, too. I want there to be no debate. Uh, I'm already at 400 weeks. Let me just get to 450 just to put a little cap on it. (laughs) I I think that's where his mind goes. Agreed. I agreed. And I think, like I say, at this point, it's no longer just about who's the next guy in the ranking. It's so tough to play in this sport day in, day out, and having the motivation to want to do what Novak does. Novak takes care of his body better than anybody I've ever seen in the sport of tennis. He's been the first kind of player to be outspoken about it. And I think he kind of sparked a lot of interest from a lot of players saying, hey, maybe my diet is important. He's revolutionized the game in a lot of different ways. Nutrition, taking care of the body, and just like uh, Prakash spoke about, periodizing his schedule so that he peaks when he needs to peak. We saw Serena do it for years at the end of her career. 
choosing a schedule that was very selective and allowed for her to play her best tennis when she needed it most. Djokovic has been doing that. He will continue to do that. And I look forward to just seeing how long he can play at this high of a level because we've never seen anything like it. What do the guys think in the locker room? Because, right, he's 36. He's going to be 37 next year. And he's still the number one player in the world. Are guys like, this dude's just an alien or like? Yeah, there's, there's the field and then there's Novak. Okay. He's, there's Novak is kind of in a, a, a room by himself. He's in a category by himself. And it's just really, really tough to try to compare anybody to that because we've never seen anything like it. Yeah. More records coming. We'll see if he can get uh, the Grand Slam and the Golden Slam. Steffi Groff did it in 1988. When we come back, after a full year of sensational shots, phenomenal points, we finish our countdown of the best of the best from 2023. See if you agree with our top five of the year. Incredible. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's an amazing point. That's just big hitting there. Mark that down for best of the best. It's what you've been waiting for all year long. Top five shots of the year. Precaution starts with Dasha Kazatina. Weissman, that's your girl coming up with that tweener. Cross court angle. And then, you know what I love? You cannot do a best of the best on Tennis Channel without getting the crowd involved. Flicks the wrist, turns around, gives it to the Parisian crowd. Give me a little something. Give me a little something. Put that on the YouTube blog with Natasha. All right, Chris, we got Yannick Sinner against Carlitos. I can remember sitting back at the hotel watching this match live and texting James Blake, the tournament director, courtside and saying that might have been the greatest point I've ever seen in my entire life. He agreed with me. I believe the Miami crowd agreed with me. Never seen such athleticism from two guys so young. That's the thing that gets me. These guys are still so much tennis ahead of them, so much more matchups we're looking forward to we sure are but at number three Prakash, Zhang Chin Wen against Maria Sakkari yeah I love watching Zhang play I mean she attacks so well but here a little offense on the defense while again coming up with the tweener everyone is making this shot look so easy this is one of the toughest shots to be able to execute and check out the ball trajectory here this is not no loopy tweener that's a bullet up the line. Expect big things for Zhang in 2024. Adrian Manorino, don't sleep on him in the hot shots, Chris. No, Manorino's had a career year this year, and we should have known something was brewing with the Frenchman when we saw this shot right here. Running backwards at an angle, tweener, hard tweener, too. Continues the run, celebrates with the crowd at the United Cup, and such great defensive skills. One of the best shot makers you're going to find. Very unorthodox player, but boy, can he sure find the shots when he needs some really talented player named Adrian Manorino and a spectacular shot. I still don't know how he did that. At number one, though, Prakash, Carlitos, Alcaraz, as Roddick would call him, the, the Chucky Chuckster. Well, this is one of the most ridiculous two sets of tennis we've ever seen. But he, I couldn't figure out what he was going for because he, it was a backhand. Check this out. Scoops it out. It's supposed to be a backhand. He runs all the way around it, somehow finds a forehand, and then is this a scoop, shovel, with no spin, flat, rip shot. Y'all didn't see, but Prakash literally got out of his chair <laughs> and, was, and, was, and was doing Carlos Alcaraz stuff. The shot required it when it went around. It got a hold of me, that shot. That, was, that was wild. Have you ever Carlos. seen a shot like that? No, actually, he had a pretty similar shot against Tommy Paul in the exhibition in Mexico right. City. Now, right. not quite the same angle in which he took to the ball, which I think that one made it a lot more difficult. When immediately when I saw that shot, it reminded me of a shot Federer hit at Roland Garros on that same court 
early 2000s. I got to find the year. Running back, slide and flick pass. We saw some people on social media also recognize it as well and paired the clips together. Really, really cool stuff from Alcaraz, and we're seeing why he is the face of men's tennis. I wouldn't be surprised if that was in his subconscious. I mean, that boy studies <laughs> tape. You know, he, he watches a lot of Federer. He said he watched a lot of Federer and Murray when he was studying for the grass, so maybe that shot was in his subconscious. That is our top five, but guess what? Uh, we got we to gotta save some space for one more. This is from Adelaide. Alexi Popperin taking on Marcos Giron. Popperin far court. Falls down, but not out <laughs> from his tush. And if you're Marcos Giron in this situation, you have to go, what am I thinking? Quad God Giron just couldn't get it up over an outstretch on the ground. Popperin. And you can see the surprise on both guys' faces there. Good fun and all. Giron had a great sense of humor about it. One of the nicest guys you're going to find. But Alexi Popperin, sure, that's going to be a clip that he's going to show the grandkids one day. I guarantee it. See, that's, that's the good news when you're, you know, well, you know, six foot seven, seven foot tall. Like, you, got, <laughs> you can sit on your butt on the court, uh, Eubanks, and you still be able to hit the volley over the net. Yeah, but the thing is, you got to be at the net. That's the key. You got to get the big guys moving forward. People told me that for years. I didn't want to listen. And I'm starting to see, oh, maybe there was something to it. Yeah, then look what happened this year. <laughs> you know, making all sorts of money, all sorts of points. It's a good thing. Got that deal with Cadillac. <laughs> uh, all right. Just saying. Time to enter the social net, see what we got going on here. Naomi Osaka. Working out as she looks to get back from maternity leave in January. She is playing in Brisbane. That is where she has signed up before Australia. Chris, you've got some firsthand info on how she's playing. Fill us in. Oh, she's playing phenomenally well. The ball striking has not left. You can see there that she is striking the ball as clean as she ever has. She's so committed, so determined now. I've got the chance to speak with her coach and her team, and they're saying, we've actually never seen Naomi this focused. She really wants to do this as a mother. She wants to go back and show a lot of people that she can get back to Grand Slam contention. I also think it's just such a tremendously exciting time in women's tennis. I mean, look, you have all these different contenders now that have announced themselves. Jesse Pagula winning her first 1,000. Of course, what Coco Goff has done. You've had that rivalry between sort of Sabalenka and, and Sviantec uh, uh, at the top there. So there, there's, there's a lot of different names there uh, who've been able to come up in the last 18 months. Why don't we throw Naomi Osaka back into the mix? Try to find her best tennis there. I, I think we could see some sparks in 24. I mean, we, we, she, she could never pick up a racket again for the rest of her life, and she's a living legend. However, we'll see what she can do in 2024. It starts in Brisbane. Rafa's going to be there as well. Uh, big foe doing big things back home. It, listen, Francis Tiafo will play any sport, and he's with the Washington Capitals of the NHL. A little hit with Tom Wilson here, uh, but no skates. Well, Eubanks. that was funny. I saw him. I'm like, this is so impressive. He looks so controlled out there. <laughs> then they scrolled down. I'm like, brother, not wearing skates. No, no. not wearing skates. Oh, foe. <laughs> I would have loved to. I would have paid money, some of my hard-earned <laughs> money, to see Francis Tiapo on ice skates out there with the Washington Capitals. Smartly enough, he decided not to. Wanted yeah, to keep his smart. feet very on smart. solid ground and, and, and even stepping foot on the ice, which I thought was a big step in, for him. But... Really fun for Foe. He's having a lot of fun this offseason. He's had a lot of fun for the past couple years and continuing to work hard. Really excited for his 2024. But come on, man. Next time you're going to step foot on the ice, you got to put some skates on. Otherwise, <laughs> just stay off the court. Do exactly that. Stay off the ice. Don't even give us that idea. I would have loved to have seen him on those ice. Prakash, uh, who, who has more celebrity friends? Is it, is it Banks or Foe? Thanks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a tight call. Well, uh, here, let's put it this way. 
I think Foe might have him at the moment just because he had one extra year <laughs> of breaking out. But look, at the end of next year, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we might see, you know, DiCaprio and Jay-Z in this guy's U.S. Open box. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know? Foe's got to have the NBA uh, roster on speed Speaking dial. The so NBA. I, got a, I got a lot of work to do. Right. We'll see how that one plays out. Uh, as we go to break, you saw some of those top five plays from the United Cup. Guess what? We are back in Australia, December 28th to the January 6th. It all starts with TC Live, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Prakash, you'll be there, right? You'll we, be we there. En- we end the year, we start the Let's year. Let's rock and roll. That's, that's straight up. Spain, Brazil, Great Britain, Australia. Jesse Pagula, Taylor Fritz leading Team USA. Back to close out TC Live after this. Back on TC Live, congratulations to Hamad Medjedovic, your next-gen finals champion, went undefeated throughout the week in Jeddah and joins this exclusive company, Chris. How about guys like Carlitos Alcaraz, Yannick Sinner, Stefano Tsitsipas, who are obviously now solidified in the top ten. Yeah, if next-gen is any indication of who will be the next superstar in tennis, Hamad Medjedovic will certainly be just that. Each of the former champions have all gone on to advance to be a top 50 player. Brandon Nakashima being the lowest ranked of the bunch at 43. Hamad Medjedovic certainly has the ability to do just what those other guys before him have done and go on to be a household name in tennis. Speaking of household names in tennis, that is exactly what our guy Chris Eubanks has become. It all started, well, here at Tennis Channel. And then the qualifying in Miami all the way to the quarterfinals, entered the top 100 for the first time in his life. And how about an ATP title in Majorca? Where, where do you hold it? Where's that, uh, where's that dish? Where's that actually, trophy? It's sitting on my living room, actually. Okay. It's sitting on my living room. I still need to find the perfect place for it, but it, it's getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention when people come over to my house and say, what's that big glass vase you have there? And I say, hey, that's an ATP championship trophy. That, that, that one you like 150 grand, I think. Chump change for the man. Remember when you were worried about, you know, you got the new condo and getting stuff for your condo, yeah. and now you're like, well, now I may want a house. <laughs> Things have gotten a lot different. Rent the condo. Investment properties, you know, a couple, multiple. We, we saw a lot of special moments. Well, what, what was the most meaningful one? I mean, maybe it wasn't the title, but most meaningful one for you this year. Uh, I still say that Barrera match in Miami. That match that got me into the top 100, I had had a hard time really finding my form in the weeks leading up to that. I went from 102 in the world for two or three consecutive weeks to dropping to 120. Went into Miami thing, and there was no chance I was really going to get top 100 this week, so let's focus on the long term. And then ended up just things started to come together. Had a lot of ups and downs um, in that match, a lot of rain delays and stoppages during that match with Brer. But to win that match and then find out afterwards that's the match that put me inside the mm-hmm. top 100, had an outpouring of emotion, which I've never felt before on a tennis court, so I definitely have to say that match. It, it was special to witness that, that the entire season. It, it started taking a little longer to respond to my text messages throughout there. <laughs> like, it used to be like, right <laughs> away, oh, happened. thanks, Steve. You know, and then it'd be like three days later. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, I thought good. I got back to this. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, it's, it's Denzel. Right. It's Cox. <laughs> I'm what up, Weitzman? I'm Weitzman up now. <laughs>
<laughs> so for 2024, what are you expecting to see from uh, from our guy? I- I'm expecting only the rocket ship to continue going up. So I put together a three-pronged approach. And first, <laughs> I expect you to be half booty butt naked, greased up like Carlos and and Francis was with a nice underwear sponsorship. Now I know they did Calvin Klein. Maybe you do Bjorn Borg underwear, little Armani, Ooh, little some, Skims. Some, maybe I can talk oh, to you, Kim. You could do Skims. She's just like an NBA. <laughs> so you could be the first in tennis. I like that idea, but at some point, you know, grab the baby oil, and I think an <laughs> underwear sponsorship is in tow. So that that's another Good. sign of moving up. But also on the on the tough side of moving up, the challenge is when you become a big celebrity, there's gonna be lots of Roman movies. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if TMZ starts talking about, you know, I saw Zendaya and Chris rolling around. No, no, no. You tell them, no, I'm a one-woman man. No, I have nothing to do with Zendaya. So just just a little bit possible in the forecast. So don't be showing up and, you know, nice guy. Tom catch. better watch out. So, 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 some of these places, Tom, his, his brother, squash Tom. <laughs> Spider-Man, nothing over here. So those two things. But that, that that's off the court. On the court, I love where the game is headed. You picked up a 250 this year quarters of a slam so i'm expecting 500 or better and i think with how mature your mind is and how well you've put together everything and how you're continuing to build i think it's in the cards playboy i like the sound of that i like the sound of that coming into this year the idea of even winning a 250 hadn't even crossed my mind i mean i started gained a lot of good momentum at the end of last year went into this year saying you know i want to be top 100 and sure enough the moment i stopped focusing on being top 100 good things started to happen i was able to win a title was able to quarter a grand slam so who knows? There are a lot more ATB 500s on the calendar next year. There's going to be even more the year afterwards. I'm going to put myself in those situations to play a bit more of those events so I can try to prove you right. And let me tell you something. You got, a, you got an entire giant studio here of good energy pushing you along. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody here at the TC family. It's always a blast being able to come back. Uh, 500, let's say 1,000. Let, let's say a I mean, like, <laughs> there, there is no bar for, for our guy, Chris Sprinkle Eubanks. a little more. A little hey, more I win a 500. I'll stay alive on there. You and us three are going to go out to the nicest restaurant in L.A., have a dinner, everything on me. Does he go. know how I eat? Listen, that's gonna be a big but, but deal. You, you, did, you did that. Listen, when, when you were 150 in the world, so yeah, but I want, I want to is. treat my guys right. Since <laughs> P is putting that that expectation, he's telling me what he thinks I'm capable of. If I'm able to do it. We're going out to a nice dinner in L.A. Maybe okay. we'll bring, you know, a few of the crew around as well. That's I, love bet. I love it. That's I love it. I'm going to be rooting even that. harder. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that, that seat is always available for you yeah. whenever you want to come. Maybe maybe just take a week off after you win two titles. Like, 100%. We'll do some commentary. You know, you, you are always welcome. You, you are family here at Tennis Channel. So uh, it's been a pleasure having you back watching the rise this year. We believe in you. Believe in yourself. Big things come in 2024. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are the best. Absolutely. We've got some uh, pro pickleball coming up at 5 Eastern today. It is the uh, PPA pickleball from San Clemente, California. So looking forward to that. But this is this is the last TC Live of the 2023 season. And Hamad Medjedovic is the last champion of this season as well. For Chris Eubanks, Prakash Amitraj, our entire team, I'm Steve Weissman. Thank you for watching TC Live. We will see you on December 28th for the United Cup.